podcast i'm chelsea grace and i hope everyone had an awesome christmas and new year uh i literally did nothing for new year's eve and i fucking loved it uh i had the house to myself so i steam cleaned my carpet and i did my laundry and then i decided to celebrate like myself and all the things that i've overcome this year uh by eating macaroni and cheese and drinking champagne in the bathtub and then giving myself like the good old one two watch the ball drop kiss the dog and then i was in bed at like 1205 and it was fucking phenomenal so I hope you all had uh, just as good as a time as I did. Um, So today I decided to talk about some embarrassing things that have happened to me um, as of lately. I I can't remember if I talked about this one before, but back in the summer I had a little wart on the side of my foot. So I tried buying the like at-home wart freezing kit thing which is super embarrassing because I feel like the cashier is probably like hardcore wondering where exactly this war is that you're buying this for. Like if I was a cashier and I was taking someone's money while they're purchasing a wart removal kit, I'd like make them show me the back in front of their hands while I do like a thorough inspection before I'd be touching anything they'd be touching. Like I might even walk myself over to the cleaning aisle and just grab myself like a box of latex gloves and just mark those bad boys out in the till and just double glove my hands before even accepting their money like you can't be too careful uh like i touch myself more than like an average female human being so i can't have no wart infested hands but anyway, uh, I try using this uh, at-home wart removal kit, and it did nothing except cost me twenty nine ninety nine, ten minutes of my life, and more than slight discomfort. So um, I had no choice but to go to the clinic and have it frozen with their like big old can of liquid uh, liquid nitrogen or whatever they call it. And of course, I was hesitant due to the embarrassing nature of it. But I figure like they probably see warts on like vaginas all the time, which is way more gross. So like whatever. And the doctor ended up being like super old and didn't even matter anyway. So after that, the skin around my wart like blew up to be about the size of of a dime and then eventually it popped and turned into a blister which turned into a scar so like no big deal cool little scar on the foot that was fun moving on but then over time something started forming in its 
place. And it's now like the size of a quarter. And it's puffy, but sort of hard and scaly at the same time. And it sort of looks like a donut, which like, yeah, sounds cool, but not when it's attached to your foot. So I've been putting it off, getting it looked at for quite some time because I thought like maybe it would just be like how I treat dudes after a bad date. Like if I ignore it, it'll just go away on its own. So I thought, well, it's winter, like so I'll be wearing socks a lot and nobody's really going to see it. But then the last time I went to go have sex... Which, by the way, was um, during the big snowstorm we had a little while back, which is when I started to realize that maybe I have a slight sex addiction because, like, when I start risking my life for dick, like, my car, God lover, is on her, like, last life. Every time I turn it on and it blesses me by actually starting, once I make my first left turn, like, just all the lights on the dashboard just light up and uh, a new one came on which is like an exclamation mark which like I'm assuming is something probably rather serious I feel like the exclamation mark light is my car just like yelling at me and it really stresses me out because I don't like dealing with grown-up things like fixing my car like I get enough of this from my mom who's all like Chelsea like you really need to stop using bounty napkins to patch up your underwear like just buy new ones and my boss is all like Chelsea like can you please stop stealing the coffee grinds from work and using them to exfoliate your vagina and like I'm constantly being nagged at and told how to be a grown-up and I just don't need it from my car too and I named my car Medea after Tyler Perry's um, hilarious character Medea because my car is old and loud and black so uh whenever the exclamation light comes on like I just picture like my car is just like yelling at me in a Medea voice like oh lord what the hell you doing driving me around like this I need my oil change I need tires I need a good cleaning it looks like a well-fed hobo be living out of the backseat now I will not be driving around like this no more and although I find it like hilarious she does have a point. So yeah, I'm out driving in a snowstorm in my independent black woman car, risking my life for dick, which some may think to be sad or desperate, I guess, but I see it as nothing other than like brave and noble. And it was Mr. Uh, Hot and Sour as well. And he had ordered pizza. So there was like no way I was missing out on dick and pizza. So I I let him know that if I didn't show up due to uh, dying on the way there, that I wanted Chelsea Grace died for dick engraved on my tombstone. And I feel like it would raise like a lot of questions and maybe interest in my gravesite. Like people be like, hmm, like died for dick. Like was a man's penis about to get shot off and maybe she like jumped in front of it and took the bullet or maybe there was like a dick so large that she just couldn't take it and it literally like ripped her entire body in half like died for dick it's super vague so people could like really use their imaginations you know um i feel like this is going to okay the skin growth thing so uh, I was panicking a little bit because of this mystery skin issue and I was going to someone else's home for sex so I had no control over the lighting situation so there was a good chance it 
could be discovered. Like, what if he had a foot fetish I didn't know about and he wants to make love to my diseased foot? Or what if he does that move where he's on top and then he lifts my leg up by his head, which is not only like incredibly uncomfortable for me because I'm about as bendy as like a fire poker and when I try my body makes so many like cracks and noises it sounds like the sinking of the Titanic so I put on some uh, knee-high socks because not only will they cover my foot but knee-high socks are kind of like sexy I guess Um, but then during the process of the sex My legs and feet were so sweaty and there was nowhere for the heat to escape because my socks were like freaking double quilted thermal sacks of woolly sweat and then my whole body started sweating and it was just very sweaty and I couldn't even concentrate on the sex because all I wanted to do is rip my socks off and just like let my monster growth just take a breath of fresh air And then I quickly realized that I couldn't get away with wearing socks during sex forever, so I had no choice but to get this thing looked at. So uh, I went back to the same clinic that I had had the wart frozen off at because the last time the doctor, like I said, was old and non-threatening to my personal embarrassment. So the nurse calls me in and I'm sitting in the waiting room or whatever, and um, which always takes forever. And I get like I get super bored really quickly. So I always like to see how many funny pictures I can take using the tongue depressors and like other random doctor things I can find before he comes in. So I'm in the middle of having like a Q-tip sword fight against myself when the most beautiful specimen of a man walks into the room and he just has like gorgeous skin and he's like just on the brown side, beautiful. And his beard was perfectly trimmed and his pants made his ass look so fantastic. Like my clitoris just puffed up like a gnocchi noodle and I felt like I just needed to stuff my pants with the entire jar of cotton balls in order to just absorb all this physical evidence of my excitement and I was all like sir you lost like the Starbucks is down the hall and then I realized that he was the doctor and I immediately began to panic because now he's gonna see this thing on my foot and he's gonna think I'm some sort of like disgusting person who goes to the gym shower without shoes and like masturbates into the shampoo dispenser something gross which I don't like I know it sounds like something I would do but I don't so he's all like so what's the problem and in my head I'm like the problem is that like you're ridiculously hot sir like you're super hot and I'd rather be dead than show you my foot and I'd rather just have it amputated than have you look at it like I would literally rather choke on a cannoli filled with shit and cooked carrots and I hate eating cooked carrots and shit than have you look at my foot for a split second, like I seriously consider faking some sort of ailment as to why I was there so I could maybe avoid showing him my foot. And I briefly thought about telling him like, oh, maybe I had an itch down under on my vagina so I could take off my pants and then he could take a look at like my beautiful tight vagina, which not only would avoid him seeing my foot, but would probably give me a very well deserved and overdue orgasm. But um, then I realized that I wasn't wearing underwear and that he would probably think that was gross as well. So either, you know, he's going to think I'm gross for not wearing underwear or gross because I have a gross foot. So whatever. I started explaining my situation 
And I was all like, so I had this wart and I had it frozen off and then it made my skin all hard and flaky and it's really gross. And I swear I normal, I'm a normal person and I shower a normal amount. And he's like, okay, like take your socks off and blah, blah. So I unveil this like fucking tumor or growth or Siamese twin or whatever the fuck it is. And he's like, oh, well, that's that's not a reaction to the freezing deer. That That is still the wart. And I just look at him with a face like I just smelt a Mexican food fart. And then I started apologizing like he was a mafia king about to just curb stomp me. And he wasn't even a little bit consoling. He scolded me for not coming back sooner. And now I have to go back once a week till it's gone. So he's freezing it again. And I think to myself, like, break the awkward silence, like, say a funny joke. So I was like, oh, too bad. It was really starting to grow on me. And he just does one of these. Huh. Like, just, huh. Like, clearly he thinks I'm a disgusting pig who probably lives in a home where, like, the dog licks the dishes clean or something. Like, and to make matters worse, um... An only just slightly less hot, hotter male um, walks right in in the middle of the uh, wart freezing process. And I realized that I've seen this super hot man nurse before because it was the nurse from the clinic at the other end of the city that I went to when my back gave out. So I'm like, great, now I have two panty melters looking at my dysfunctional foot and I can't even hit on them because I'm sure they would both instantly start throwing up and pass out and then the clinic wait times would be like through the roof and it would be all my fault and I'd feel really bad. But anyway, um, another embarrassing moment for me in the last couple weeks happened at a funeral. It was a funeral for a very religious person. So I was, or it was held in a nice big church and I was already really nervous about the strong possibility of uh, me making a huge scene by bursting into flames upon entering the church. And then everyone will hate me because they'll be like, I'm stealing the thunder of the dead dude. And I was also really nervous because I really hate hugging people and I assume there would be a lot of hugging involved and I never know what to say to people at funerals and I'm just nervous I'm going to say something super offensive or make like a sexual joke about the deceased and my mom was all like, can't you just be normal and just say like, I'm sorry for your loss? And I'm like, yeah, like that's cliche, but for some, like for some reason I feel super awkward saying it. I fear that it will accidentally come out in a tone like that's too nonchalanty. Like, like I just beat them at a game of euchre or something like, oh, sorry for your loss. Or like, oh, well, sorry for your loss. Kind of like, they lost a wallet like yeah that sucks but everything inside is replaceable and I know people aren't replaceable and I don't want it to come across as if I think they are I just get really nervous when saying it and then I'm always scared I'm gonna say like how are you like who the fuck asked how you are at a funeral like how I would be so annoyed if someone asked how are you like someone's dead I've clearly been better but somehow I always panic and I end up saying, how, how are you? And they're always polite and they respond with like, oh, as good as can be expected. And then I'm just like, great. So this time was no different. I should have went in with a plan. I should have had like 
two to three different one-liners of comfort just ready to go, but I didn't think ahead, and then the hugging line was massive, so I started hugging everyone, and I just kept complimenting everyone on their outfit in like an overly enthusiastic way, and I just couldn't shut the fuck up. I was like, oh, wow, like, I love that shirt on you. You look great. Oh, that color's so nice. You smell so good. You all look great. And I was on a roll. And then, of course, when it comes to the very last person in line, she was distracted by a conversation with someone. So I just waited her uh, for her to finish. And then my hot streak of compliments kind of died down and I didn't know what to say. And, of course, out of my mouth comes like, oh, so how are you? And she goes, oh, as good as can be expected. And, of course, I'm like, great. And I gave a thumbs up. And then I felt a mixture of, like, awkwardness and relief that it was over. And all I wanted to do was find my mom so we could take our seats. So I whipped my body around to look for her. And my purse, which was sitting on my shoulder, kind of flew into a table that was behind me. So I turned around to see what I have hit. And it was the fucking table with the urn on it. And the fucking urn was aggressively shaking back and forth on this rickety table, which I almost knocked over. Like... I looked at it and there was nothing I could do. It was just rocking back and forth. So I didn't know if it was a sin to touch it or something. So all I could do was just watch. Like I didn't want to taint the chances of him getting into heaven. So I just looked at it with wide eyes and a face of just sheer panic and hope that God would just take care of this one, which he did because uh, the urn settled and I just walked away as far as possible from that table. And God was probably like, just so you know, like I'm doing this for him, like not you, Chels, which is justified and I'm grateful. But like, could you imagine knocking over an urn? Like, my God, that would be the official worst thing to ever happen to me. And lots of embarrassing things fucking happen to me. There's just no coming back from that, which um, I guess the same goes for the dead dude in the urn. Uh, so yeah, I took my seat and the rest of my family joined us. And thankfully all my aunts and uncles are getting a little older and like they don't really watch what they say as much. And my aunt pulls out her little like portable phone charger and my uncle really loudly was like, honey, is that your vibrator? Now's not the time. And then we all laughed as people are kneeling and doing their Hail Marys. And then my cousin was also there with her one-year-old son, who at the po- at one point was sitting next to me on my mom's lap, and he's starting to get a little restless and whiny uh, in the middle of the service. So I thought it would be a good idea to pull something up for him to look at on YouTube to distract him. So my mom is getting his attention toward my phone, and I go to type in YouTube.com. But of course, the more used website on my phone, YouPorn.com, pops up. And my mother just looks at me like I am the most disgusting human being alive. And she's not too far off with this one. So there I was in the middle of a church funeral service entertaining a child with a video of a horny couple plowing the babysitter. Uh, I quickly and carefully like retyped in YouTube and I pulled up the wiggles, which is honestly just as weird as porn. And that entertained him for a good like 35 seconds. Uh, then I came to the part where everyone around you like shakes your hand and is like, may peace be with you. So this old lady turns around and she shakes my hand and she tells me like, oh, may peace be with you. And I was like, yeah, cool. Thanks. And my mom's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, you're supposed to say and with you. And I'm like, well, shit, like 
shouldn't there be some sort of PowerPoint explanation thing or like a manual for first timers? Because I just wanted to show my respect. And honestly, I just kept fucking shit up all day. Um, Things did get a little bit better uh, after the service when there was free wine and food and it became easier to talk to people, which was good. Um, So one more thing. I've also been going on a few dates recently, which is super weird of me because normally I'm really just interested in like boning and then you have to leave directly after. So I thought I'd try something new. And whenever I decide to go out with someone new, I always tell my friends at work in case, you know, he ends up killing me. So then at least they know where I was and who I was with. So the day after, my friend at work's like, oh, so how was the sex? Was he big? And I was like, girl, I didn't bone him. We just went on a date and talked. And she just looked at me for like 25 seconds, was super confused. And she's like, oh, my God, you're growing up. I can't believe this. So, yeah, I'm on a date and everything's going fine. And I was like three beers deep and I start telling a story in a very excited manner, as I do. And I can't remember what it was about, but it called for sound effects. And um, this one in particular. So as I'm saying, like a nice, large, chewed up chunk of deep fried pickle came flying out of my throat and like onto the table right in front of him which was super gross and pretty embarrassing but uh, I think he's okay with it because the next day he comes through my drive-thru while I'm at work and I'm the one making the drinks so as a joke I drew like a big hairy dick on his cup like like a thick veiny one with curly pubes and when he got up to the window to pay he had his dog which with them sorry which is a seven month old wiener dog in a diaper like i think you can guess what happened next like i lost my fucking shit like it's a wiener dog puppy in a fucking diaper i'm surprised i didn't have a stroke so i screamed to my boss and i'm like you have to take over for me and i go over to the window and i'm petting the dog and freaking out and then what we uh, I noticed he's with his mom and I'm like, oh, it's nice to meet you. Like, blah, blah, blah. So we hand out his drink and he hands his drink to his mother and they drive off. And in the midst of the wiener dog excitement, I forgot about the dick on his cup. So I start freaking out because his mom is now drinking from a large veiny dick. And I felt so bad. And I was like, well, this is nice. Well, it lasted. So I run to the back room to grab my phone and to kind of warn him like there's a huge dick on your mom's cup and he had already texted me saying oh hey my mom really appreciated the big veiny dick on her cup so hopefully she has a sense of humor because he's pretty cool and I'd like to see him again but yes those are just some of the slightly embarrassing things that have happened to me as of lately And I always love sharing these stories with you guys. And I appreciate all of you for listening. And as always, I'm here to make you feel better about yourself one Chelsea Grace prom at a time. See ya.